right, what's up, homie G's and beautiful bees? It's your boy Malik, and you are listening to Milk with Pulp, a podcast where I invite my friends on and we talk about whatever the fuck we want because no one's gonna stop me. No one. Today, <laughs> today I have the Podfather, my Podfather, <laughs> the host of Juice or one of the hosts of Juice with Jake and Jake, Jake Austin. Hello. <laughs> This is our first, this is my first quarantine episode. Yes, it's mine yet. too. This is all new. <laughs> this is all just very new. Um, yeah. Before I get into... Well, before we, we keep before we keep going, I have to make fun of you about your uh, homie G's uh, beginning, <laughs> because that's like your uh, hello, all you cool cat and kittens intro. Hello, all you cool cat and kittens. It's ba- <laughs> You're basically Carol Baskin. I'm the Carol Baskins of this podcast. Your impact um, is real. You all are, uh, shoot, what's the guy's name? Joe. Joe. <laughs> oh, uh, Joe and Exotic. Yeah, Joe Exotic, yeah, right? You all, yeah. You guys are all Joe Exotic to oh me. Oh, my God. Um, I'm trying to cancel all of you. <laughs> <laughs> That's the plan. <laughs> I actually have a question before we get started into okay. this, because I was trying to think about it, uh-huh. but... How do we know each other? Uh, Twitter, we, I think. I think. That's but what did, I was thinking. Did we? Did you reach out because of the podcast? Or I can't remember if like you found us because of the podcast or it was just like the onslaught of like followers when I started gaining more followers. <laughs> I don't know. Um. Okay. What I'm thinking it was, was this was when I first started the first podcast I was on. And yes. Yeah, maybe I'm, I reached out to you because I was looking at podcasts. I don't remember, but I feel like it was because of a podcast. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it was because of a podcast. Okay, then that's that's good. Because I was like, I don't know how I actually know Jake Austin. Um, yeah, I think it was because of a podcast. I don't. And then I remember like hearing your voice, and I'm like, hmm, he might be one of us, <laughs> but I wasn't sure. He might be. He might be. Um, um, <laughs> so that was that was pretty much where it started. So that's that's the question, or the reason I asked that was because today we are basically going to try to get to know each other. This is basically a first date experience for me and you. Yes, we have set up five thought provoking questions for each other. No, mm-hmm. four thought provoking questions for each other. Uh, and then one silly question to ask. Right? Well, okay. Yeah. I felt like my first one wasn't was pretty silly, but it could be thought provoking. <laughs> They're all not that oh, like wild. No. They're not oh, like super no. philosophical or anything. I'm not like quizzing you like Oprah or anything. Oh god. Okay, let me get my drink now. But I just feel okay. like this is this is like one of my fantasies for like having a real first date with someone. Like it's just asking five thought-provoking yeah, questions. Yeah, and I would, like, want to meet someone who'd want to go on a date that wouldn't think I'm, like, super fucking weird for being, like, let's bring five questions to ask each other. Like, because it's, like, normally, like, that's what a date is, naturally, but oh. I'd want to be, like, with someone who's, like, oh, yeah, let's, you know, think of something fun to talk about that's not just, like, I don't know. Oh, no, no. I I get exactly what you're talking about. Um, If anyone 
wants to ask Jake thought-provoking questions, hit me up in the DM. <laughs> you can follow me at LLJake what you doing on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> hey, no promotion until the end, okay? <laughs> this is how we're doing it. Um, so, okay, I actually wrote... So today I went to get my oil change. I actually wrote these questions while I was waiting to get my oil change. they take changed, fucking so forever. This was early in the morning. Yeah, they, it, well, it took like an hour. And I also told them, hey, can you check out my horn? Because my horn doesn't work. Can they do and, that? Like, it hasn't worked for a year. It, yeah, they can. Oh. But my horn hasn't worked in a year. Oh, my God. You're like, should it be on the road? It's fine. It's fine. It is not fine. It's so only like run into you. No, 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 no. Because like you can like flash your headlights. So it's like the same <laughs> thing. <laughs> Literally the same thing. I'm I'm chaotic. Um, <laughs> That's why we listen to your show. <laughs> so I wrote these like seven in the morning, okay. kind of. So I don't know where my mind was at the time, and I have not looked at them until now. Okay. So do you want... You can start Okay. while I look at this. Okay. Okay, yeah. Start. So <laughs> my first question is, the internet is no more. What do you do all day? Oh, okay. Um. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that is thought provoking. <laughs> oh, so like, we could skip that one then, and we, you can go to your no, no, first no, no, funny no, cause, one because I didn't think it was that no, no, bad. Because no, no, I think <laughs> so. It's just the internet, right? Yeah, just the internet. So I, I'll, I could still play video games and be happy with that. But I think if there was no internet, I'd probably go on more adventures more. Like just drive out to random places that I pass on the way home or. I, I don't know, like little parks or beaches. Cool. Because where I live, there's a lot of small beaches around. Oh, that's fun. Like country beaches. Where is it that you live again? But um, I don't want to dox myself. Oh. But I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no one, no one cares. I'm in Maryland, okay. but like Southern Maryland. Cool. You're like, oh, you're all, your whole audience is like, ew, Maryland. We thought you lived in LA. Yeah, no. I'm a, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm in LA. No, I get like, I probably have like New York people or people who are also in Maryland. Uh-huh listening to this so like they know uh, there's just like a lot of like where the i live on the um i want to say like the point the bottom point mm. of maryland so there's just a lot of like water there's That's a lot fun. of like beaches and my school like my um college was on the water so damn what yeah what an experience <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i would say going on adventures and video games That's basically cool. it okay let me my silly question um, it's going to be fuck Mary Kill. Okay. Beyonce. Uh-huh. R- Rihanna. Okay. Lizzo. Ooh, okay. So <laughs> mm, I would probably oh man, this is really hard. Uh so I'm, I'm like so proud of Morning Malik. Yeah, I'm very proud of you too. I'm well, I'm very sexually attracted to Rihanna. So I I get that. Cause same. Yeah, I would probably so fuck rihanna because i feel like she'd be down for it you know like she's like yeah let's like <laughs> when you use the word fuck it's like whatever um so it'd be fuck rihanna Ah, <laughs> uh, i am so torn between the two because for the mere fact of like the way lizzo makes me feel i would have to say marry lizzo and then kill beyonce because she's had you killing beyonce i'm killing beyonce because she's had an iconic career She's still an icon, and then I'd go down in history as the worst person alive. So <laughs> I was gonna say I'm gonna title this uh, podcast episode. Oh my god, I'm the be- I know the the beehive is gonna come after me. 
I'm gonna kill Beyonce. Watch me. Oh my god, I can't believe I just <laughs> killed Beyonce. Jesus. Oof. No more right. telephone part three. What's your next? <laughs> what's your next thought provoking? Because the last one was also thought provoking. So. Well, this one maybe is a little lighter. But what's the wildest thing you've ever done? And should I answer these questions? Like, should we each answer on questions as well? It's up to it's up to you. Like, um. So who would can, so who would you marry for kill with that with that threesome? Um, <laughs> I would I probably would kill Lizzo. Don't hate me on this. I'm not I'd kill Lizzo. I mean I killed Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be the one known for killing Beyonce at the end of the day. Um so I'll marry Beyonce because wealth, money. Well, see, that was going um, to be my first answer, and then I'm like, I can't say that because that's fucking shallow. You can't as change fuck. your answer. I'm not. You just I no. chose my answer. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would say Rihanna for fuck. Because Cause Rihanna. it's Rihanna. <laughs> it's, it's Rihanna. Yeah. That's all I got. Cool. Um, and then what was your your first question? What was what would be your answer to that oh, if there was no internet? If there was no internet. I love how we're all over the place. Um if there's no internet, <laughs> I'd probably honestly read a lot more and then like I thought you were gonna say read a book. Yeah, I'd be reading a lot more. I mean I'm reading right right now, but um I'd read a lot more and then probably learn how to actually paint. Like real painting. Ooh, okay. Yeah. I like that. Those are probably like my okay. two things that I would do. What's your um next? Oh, the next question, question is, what's the wildest thing you've ever done? Okay. Yes, that one. See, I'm just so off track right now. Okay. <laughs> Perfect time to record. Um, Wildest thing. Yeah. I don't do wild things well, a lot. That's a lie. So. <laughs> I can answer it and then you could think of yours if you want. Okay, yeah, you answer it. <laughs> well, I think I, have I just um, was talking about this last night with my roommates. And um, so I booked a flight to Seattle from Tuesday to Tuesday. And this was like when I was like super, super like college dirt poor. Um, and I booked, I'm like, you're probably asking yourself, like, why did he book a flight to Seattle if he was poor? Um, and that was because. I bought two tickets to see Adele for my best friend. So it ended up being that I live in Austin and okay. uh, she was touring for 25. My best friend did not see her at the, her last concert because she had to cancel it because she had that throat surgery. Yeah. Um, so I bought those tickets for her and I, we were planning on going here in Austin because it's like that makes sense, right? Um, yeah. But then I wake up, I get onto the website and the site crashes right when like I get let into the like virtual waiting room or whatever. So I'm like, oh, great. Like I can't like there's no way I'm going to get seats anymore because like trying to get logged back in like didn't work. So then I decided to just like go back to sleep. And then I woke up two hours because I knew that Seattle was two hours behind. And then I bought tickets for Seattle. So I texting my friend i'm like hey we're gonna see adele in seattle she's like oh my god so that's the wildest thing i've done because i was like homeless in seattle for like three days before my best friend got there over the weekend and i was literally i couldn't i didn't have enough money to like book a place so like i was literally homeless in seattle for three days that's like the wildest oh god thing we're gonna go we're gonna go two different routes for <laughs> crazy and i want you to know that um okay so i 
I want to say the craziest thing I've ever done. Um, man, 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 man. So I actually, I'm going to say streaking, going streaking. Okay. What was the occasion? So this was on a college campus. It was the, it was, so my college, but it was. <laughs> you just like the, showed up to like, a random college. <laughs> a random college. Sorry. Hey, I'm here to streak at your college. Thank you. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> could you imagine? That'd be truly wild. <laughs> But so it was like the end of a party and about like four of us or five of us were just chilling in the couch area and someone was making like vegan chicken nuggets Yeah, and they were like, huh, it'd be so funny if we like went streaking right now and <laughs> drunk me at the time was like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. No, that'd be funny. And like, let's do it. So we ran, we took off all our clothes in the townhouse that we were in. And we opened the door and just started running towards the water. Oh, my God. So I want to say it's about a, if you're running, I want to say it's about a five-minute run. Five-minute run? It's like a fucking, like, almost a mile. I could be wrong. It it felt like it was five minutes. Without any We also had to cross a road. We also had to cross a road. And then we saw, like, cops. But, like, they didn't – it was, like, public safety. So, like, it's fine. It's whatever. They they can't arrest us. They can't arrest us, I guess. But (laughs) – so, once we saw that, we hid behind a tree. Like, there were five trees, and each of us hid behind one so we wouldn't get caught. (laughs) Yeah, that's too much. That's way too much for me. But we made it to the water, and then we went skinny dipping. And, yeah, honestly, it's something I still remember at this day as one of the coolest, weirdest, but – I, I don't even know. I really don't yeah, know. It was just a fun time. That sounds like a fun time. <laughs> so jumping into the water, that sounds like the perfect opportunity for me to jump into the next question. <laughs> Smooth <laughs> transition. Smooth <laughs> transition. So this one's kind of related to the first question, but a little bit more in depth. Um, okay. Who are three artists who have impacted your life and how did they impact your life? I know one of them. But I'd be oh, interested well, in you other. can answer that one. <laughs> Your first, oh, you want me to go first? Well, no. I mean, what what do you think my oh, first one is? Hundred percent Lizzo. Lizzo. Okay, <laughs> yes, definitely, um, definitely Lizzo. I would say, firstly, though, I would have to say it's Gaga. Um, Ooh, okay, yeah. So Gaga is probably the first one. Lizzo is the second. Why? Why Gaga? Um, so when. She was, it's like the cliche story of like coming out and like, I, um, was, I just graduated high school, I believe when, um, she started getting famous with like just dance, um, and paparazzi came out and I wasn't really like into her with just dance. Like she was still not really well known and like, it was just another pop song to me. And then um, Paparazzi came out, and then Love Game was on the radio before that, and I'm just like, okay, cool, like I like this girl, like she sounds fun. And then Paparazzi <laughs> came out, and like it was still like, I mean, I loved the song, but it wasn't anything like I was like I wasn't obsessed yet. Yeah. Um, and then she performed at the VMAs and like bled all over the stage. Wait, that was and... the Paparazzi one where she's like hanging from a rope and like blood's coming down her body. Yeah. Iconic. Yeah, and that was the moment where I'm like, oh, shit, like, I love this woman, right? Yeah. Um, Because it's like she, like, that was, like, the most artistic, like, pop culture thing that I saw in such a long time. So, 
um especially like being older and being able to like conceptualize things and analyze things for what they were and like as far as art goes so um i started like getting on the little monster train then and then it was just like super obsessed with like all of like the paparazzi and like um like celeb rumors with her and like i was like googling her every day in the morning to see what she was up to because this is when like her career was just yeah i was (laughs) but it was because it was like i it was literally like the and it it sounds so corny now because she uses this word a lot and it's part of her tour is like she was such an enigma uh at the at this point because like she didn't she didn't talk to anybody in in hollywood she didn't have any friends in hollywood so she really was this like almost the most famous person on the earth because even the people in Hollywood, all the celebrities wanted to talk to her and have like, were so excited about even like being in the same room with her as well. So she was like, she was like the celebrity of the celebrities at that point. Yeah. Cause she was um, like, she was different. She, I don't know. Yeah. She, she was eccentric. Roles, like, which was like she did. And she, she, um, like created a new era for the girls, you know, yeah. like it wasn't, and not to say that it's like all on her, but I mean, she set, she set the standard for, for herself even. So all that to say, like, of course, and then she comes with this whole, like, um, like queer positivity and, you know, born this way and all this, all this jazz. So yeah. then I go, I'm like, finally, I'm like, I need to see her in person. I need to see her in concert. So I wanted to go to the Monster Ball because that was like when she was like still performing the Monster Ball. And my mom was like super okay with us going. I was like, yeah, she's like, that would be fun. This was before I was out. Um, And then we told one of our aunts, like one of my aunts about it. And my aunt was like, yeah, she seems really cool. But you just have to like be really careful with her fans. Like, I think they would just be really crazy to be around. And I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) So like that kind of like deterred my mom from letting us go. Um, but then I moved away for college and then she went on tour for the born this way ball, like two years later. And I'm like, fuck it. Like I'm seeing this girl live. Like I'm buying a ticket. I I was still like, I was working at Best Buy, like a super like low end job, just like saving money to buy this like a hundred dollar ticket to like see her front row. Um, so yeah, I think like that might be one of the wildest things I've done too, is like wait in line for five days to see Gaga front row. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh why didn't you say that because that's wild. i have like zero patience for waiting yeah. i don't well it, i i mean now because that kind of set the standard as well for me too for everything else because i'm like if i could wait five days i can wait like five hours um for someone else <laughs> i've already done it yeah <laughs> but i did that because um i just wanted to be front row like i wanted to see her like i felt like i needed that in my life you know um, yeah but yeah, so that's it was she's my second, um, and then my third. Oof, my third artist. Oh, Bill Cunningham. So he is, uh, or was a photographer in New York City, and he. Um, I don't know if you watched the documentary that was on Netflix. I think I think it was on Netflix, but if not, it should be on like YouTube or something. But. He's this photographer, was this photographer that um, was this old, he was like, you know, already really, really, he was getting up there, but he'd be riding around New York City on his bicycle with a blue members-only jacket and some khakis, um, and he'd go, like, 
take pictures of celebrities walking around the city. And um, he was a true artist, though. So, like, he knew how to take pictures. Like, he wasn't just capturing a picture to sell to a magazine. So, like, yeah, there's this point where Anna Wintour is walking out of a restaurant and he's he's there taking pictures with all these other paparazzis. And she makes sure to, like, angle her body and her movement and her poses while she's walking for him and only him because she knows that he's getting the picture. Right. Like he knows what he's doing and he's doing it for art. So and she's like an artist herself in her own right. So she understands. But um I think the reason why he's so influential is because, like, he lived an artist's life his old entire life, and he lived in New York City and had his whole apartment full of his photography, uh, like, quite literally in boxes and boxes and boxes stacked on top of each other. Like, he was so old school in that way. Um, but he said something in that documentary that kind of stayed with me was that, like, once you... Once you take their money, they own you. So I, um, he really influenced me in that way because I saw how someone could be such a free soul and spirit um, and still be so respected and iconic at the same time. Um, and he was an icon. I mean, he is an icon. So it's, it's awesome to see someone... Um, be so well respected and so talented, but not in the spotlight like a huge celebrity. Like he was very well known, but uh, he wasn't this like super famous person who like you know couldn't walk down the street. So it was it's that you dichotomy have- between the two that I would love to balance one day of like being that iconic and still have a life, <laughs> you know. Yeah, you have, like, the most amazing icon. <laughs> because I, I I, truly was going to, like, tell you, oh, by the way, it doesn't have to be, like, musical artists. Yeah. And once you just said your third one, I was like, okay, good. I don't even have to say that. You just automatically knew. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I'm an artist, so I, and I don't make music. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> you... You're so complex. Oh, God. Shut up. <laughs> I am not. Ugh. You're so complex. So pretentious. Uh, <laughs> how how um, about you? What are I your think three? I, only, I think I only chose musical. Oh, my God. I, I, I chose anything <laughs> It's fine. No, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's your I'm, podcast. I'm very, like, surface level. No, I'm not. But. <laughs> well, don't say that. So, I guess for a musical artist, I think... For the first one, I'm going to say, and hear me out on this one, Paramore. Okay. A hundred percent. Because Paramore was the first concert I ever Mm. went to. And my first concert I ever went to was in uh, 12th grade. Dang. Wow. Yeah. I don't know if that's late or if that's My first concert was like (laughs) my birthday party for my first year of being alive. (laughs) Wait, you went to a concert? Um, well, my parents had like this band come to our house for my first birthday. <laughs> oh, that's uh, so. But that's then after so that, cool. yeah. But then after that, the one that I remember is at the Selena, uh, the Selena concert when I was four. So you started early. What yeah, the... I, I mean, I think that's the reason why I love concerts so much. Still, I'm a late bloomer. Because... 
Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so twelfth grade, Paramore. Yeah, so Paramore was basically. I went through this whole like emo phase. I think and, we all did. Yeah, I'm still yeah. there. Um, <laughs> and Paramore just basically. Yeah, got you me are through. like the. Oh, you okay. are like the modern emo kid. Oh yeah, I'm Sir Angst. Um, don't know I how I it. got there, but I just Paramore. <laughs> Paramore. Paramore is the reason for how I dress, <laughs> what I listen to. Um, oh my god! <laughs> so yeah, Paramore was basically there during like me being an emotional middle schooler and high schooler. Yeah, um, I didn't really listen to music growing, or I didn't really listen to music in middle school. I only listened to like what my parents listened to, so it was yeah. just like a lot of like R and B and everything. But it was like older R and B and everything. Gotcha. So I wasn't like Brian really... Knight. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> so I didn't really listen to anything that was like on the top boards or anything like that yeah now i do but so yes first one paramore second one we're going down the same route of panic at the disco for it the <gasps> same oh, reason the disco. <laughs> and i got to see them in concert last january was it this January? no it was last January. oh i saw them live in this tiny little um club in san antonio you little hipster Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But this was for, see, this is like, I was way too young to like go to my own. Like I couldn't travel on my own. Yeah. Um, like when they were super popular, when I loved the first album, uh, Fever You Can't Sweat Out. Um, so I couldn't like go see them live and I've always, I've always wanted to. Uh, but then for their um, Mona Lisa album, I can't remember what it's called exactly, but. Uh, Vices and Virtues. I got you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> The Mona Lisa album, that's how I call it. <laughs> you know exactly Honestly, which one I'm talking about. I know exactly. I was um, I was out of high school, I believe, at that time already. So I was working and saved up money to like, the ticket was like $20 or something. And I just had to like drive four hours to oh see that. Oh my God. But yeah, I did that. And Do that you want to know how much uh, the tickets were? How much? And I hope JP doesn't care that I'm saying it's this much. But I think it was like, it might have been like 200 each. Oh my god! And it's just but Brandon Yuri at this point. We did it, yeah. We did it like a lot later. Or I think he did it a lot later. Yeah, he didn't. Well, I mean, go Brandon. But at the same time, I'm like, boy, you were not two hundred dollars. It was pretty good, though. I'm not gonna lie. It was a, how, one of. One I'm of interested my to see concerts. how you. It seems like it'd be more of a pop concert now, though, right? Kind of, yeah. I mean, I'll take it. It's okay because Paramore <laughs> is going to be coming out with a rock album soon. Um, oh, that's exciting! That I'm excited so for. for. For my last artist, I'm going to go with. Wait, why Panic of the Disco? Oh, why Panic? Same, oh, same like, reason. Same reason. Same okay. reason. Okay. They were there for my whole angst. I still listen to them. I have a playlist on what my phone. What was the? What was the album that was like? Was it the, their first one? So no, they like actually, did it. Their first song I've ever heard was Mona Lisa because I was browsing through YouTube. Oh my God. Yeah. I was browsing through <laughs> YouTube and that video came up for Mona Lisa. I'm a huge like video person. So the video I came up for Mona Lisa videos. and I was like, oh, this is a cool band. And I like messaged one of my friends saying, this band is really cool. And they're like, yeah, they've been here. I was like, oh, oh my okay. God. That's <laughs> so funny. You found them at like their worst album. Oh my god, it's not their worst album. I really do like that <laughs> album. That's probably one of my favorite albums. Listen, I'm not I'm not gonna say it's bad, but I will say it's well, I haven't been listening to their latest stuff, but 
when it came out, like, I was obviously obsessed with it. But thinking back, I'm like, I feel like, I don't know. I mean, I guess maybe I, it's like that um, first album syndrome, just like Fall Out Boy, too. Like, oh, they yeah. just had a really awesome first album. And then I feel like there was pressure to be something that they automatically were. But then it felt a little forced to me. But This first date is going horribly. Um, <laughs> hey, I'm still, dissed. we can be critical of things we love, honey. <laughs> um but the last one i'm going to say um is kind of a new artist but i'm really big on the representation that they have like doja cat no it's not doja cat um the first (laughs) i I like doja cat though (laughs) and rico nasty i love rico nasty um but this third person is really big on representation and i would love to just hang out with them because they're very funny on twitter and I feel like that just translates to how funny they are in person um, with their humor. But little Nas X. How did I know you were going to say that? It, he's a legend. He's doing great things. <laughs> yeah. It was, it, I mean, it's between him and like Janelle Monet. Like, oh, Janelle Monet. Both, both amazing people, both doing amazing things. I'm ashamed that I didn't say her. It's um, too late. You can't change your answer. I know. I'm not. <laughs> But I think, to be fair, you answered for me on one of them. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, Janelle's like, oh, it's like she got robbed with Dirty Computer and like, don't get me started. <laughs> uh, everything she just does and says is revolutionary. I know. Um, how do you, how are you like that? Like, how does someone become that? Hey, how I guess are you confidence, revolutionary? Right? Can you just like, let me know? Yeah, can you just like, bottle it up and I'll pay you $100 <laughs> a pop for it? I'm just asking for a friend. That's it. For a friend. Okay. Wait, did we already do... Oh, it's your third question. Uh, my third question. Yes. So, if time and money was not an issue, what okay. would you want to do for the rest of your life? Um. Okay. I'm a really... I like reality TV. I like reality <laughs> TV a lot. I would either want to be someone who was on like the challenge or big brother or um real world or anything like that why or what what, what, like what's the luring to that like what do you like do you like the idea of like having a camera on you like 24 7 and like being like like life as a performance the so or the opposite the reason for the real world or honestly any mtv show um is because i eventually would want to go on the challenge and prove myself physically that i can win a million dollars um, i love that <laughs> so it's just like a long-term goal of being on that show the challenge okay. is a real goal um but i'm fine with going a big brother and winning money like that's fine too okay. um or be a producer on a reality tv show because i would like to just see behind the scenes and everything i'm just all about reality tv right now i don't know why interesting but i love it yeah i think <laughs> It's funny because, like, you mentioned, I was about to say, like, I feel like reality TV is kind of, like, um, it's still very prevalent, but they're trying to make it more, quote-unquote, real. But at the same time, like, the um, shows that you mentioned have been around since, like, fucking the early, late 90s. Yeah, so. like, Big Brother has been really, like, been around for a long time. The Challenge has been around for the longest time. Real world. The real world. Like, Hawaii. Uh, oh, my gosh. I, <laughs> I have a real world t-shirt. Like, come on. I'm ready. I have uh, a tattoo that's... of a television. Come on. I'm ready. <laughs> 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 um, 
I was uh, like, what about you? Well, if time and money. Oh, well, now I'm like, now I feel like I ha- can't be, okay. Well, I mean, if time and money weren't an issue, I feel like I'd have this like studio, like huge studio in New York City and just like be creating visuals uh, for like concerts and music videos. Oh, that'd be so cool. Artists. Oh, that'd be so cool. That, that'd probably make a lot of money though, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it could, it could. Um, but I'm just fascinated with like cinematography and not in the, not in the real, like, I don't think at this point I'd want to make a movie. I think I like music a lot. So like, that's where my thoughts and ideas of like a music video and music visuals for a concert come up because it's kind of like, so, um, low commitment as well. Like, okay, well, if we want to make a music video, we can be on set for like a week and be done with it um or like these visuals can we can knock out in like two days so i like the idea of it being like low commitment and like high production and like high turnout i guess also if you can hear those those laughs are my (laughs) roommates in the kitchen so i apologize if that feedback's coming no it's the um no it's the odd the studio (laughs) audience um, yeah, it's the studio audience in my studio bedroom. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But yeah, um, that's that's what I would do. Okay, that works. Okay, this one, you can answer it. It's vague. Honestly, it's just really vague. Now that I'm looking at it, 7 a.m. Malik was really vague. I'm so sorry. But what makes you the happiest? Oh, photography. Like Why? Like, take... <laughs> So I like um, taking pictures too. So like I like being behind the camera and when I get a good picture, I know it's good. Like I'm so self-deprecating and self-hating in a lot of ways. Um, But when I take a picture and it's good, I know it's good. Like objectively, I know it's good. So that's like one of the one of one of the one things I know I'm sure about of myself is like that in my writing. Um, so like, that's why I, makes me happiest is like photography and like beyond just like, you know, family, friends, all that bullshit that we all are happy about. (laughs) Uh, My family, friends make me the happiest. (laughs) And I wouldn't kill Beyonce. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I kind of thought past like the normal answers because I feel like at the end of the day, we only have ourselves anyway um yeah so like how are we going to make ourselves happy because at the end of the day that's all we have so i've been trying to learn how to do um photoshop stuff but like iphone photoshop and it's been super fun yeah i'm not a big fan of uh really really photoshopped photos for the sake of photography like i think that's the reason why i get i get happiness from it is because I know that I won't have to like Photoshop the picture or yeah. like maybe some Lightroom edits, but nothing too overly like shopped. But not to say that I'm not a fan of Photoshop. It's just for me, like I can't like that's it's not like, where I work. Like I'm like my attention span while I'm like first trying to pick pick the best picture out of the set of a hundred, <laughs> and then like the attention span to edit them is not there. <laughs> so yeah i just like there's people willing to like send ten dollars one way to someone can you photo edit this picture and like i, I want to be mm-hmm. able to like 
make a profit out of it, but also help friends who need their photos edited or anything like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, Photoshop's a huge skill. So, I mean, it's something to be proud of for sure. That's my quarantine hobby. No. (laughs) I mean, get it, girl. I probably should be doing that, too. No, I mean, it's it's up to you. You have quarantine skills already. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. um, I guess for me, what makes me the happiest um okay so i'm going to say one-on-one connection but hear me out on why i'm saying this Mm -hmm. i'm the type of person that when we or when i go to a party yeah you can usually find me in the kitchen talking to having a very in-depth conversation with one person that i met five minutes ago and like i love that yeah the connection is just going back and forth and like mm-hmm. i'm like oh no we need to we need to dedicate a good two hours for us to finish Pre- pretend uh, this party doesn't exist we have wine it's fine oh uh, that's so like that's so romantic in a way too <laughs> like and even if it's not in a, in a romantic way as well but like just the idea of that is very romantic it brings me back to like uh, i just yeah. say i just believe that everyone has a different perspective a different story that they can tell i don't know every story but i would like yeah. to know every story so yeah. like tell me your story and i'll tell you mine and that's yeah yeah yeah. It, it, those moments just make me like really happy knowing that i love that yeah I, that reminds me of this boy that i met a couple years ago and like it started off as that like i remember walking up to um up to this party and he was like it was like out of a movie like it was so weird like walking up to a party and like he was doing some other guy's makeup like on the patio as i'm like walking up and then he like looks at me and like i stay on me as i'm like walk in and that's like how we first met and then just like started off in like that way of talking in the kitchen like why are parties and kitchen conversations like where it's at <laughs> no I, literally the kitchen is the place for the best conversations that happen or or the bathroom. There was this one party I went to where I went to the <laughs> They're bathroom. They're all just thinking you're like doing bumps of coke in the bathroom. You're just in like having bathroom. this like crazy conversation. <laughs> okay, that also can happen. Um, I don't know. Not in Southern Maryland, I feel like. but Cocaine? <laughs> I think it's like heroin for folks. Oh, um, gosh. Yeah, it's a lot Oof. harder. Um, yeah, I've never done the cocaine at a party and i never understood that people did that at the party at parties like i remember i was at this one party it was like um a long time ago like and my friends are like going to the restroom I'm like oh where are y'all going and they're like oh we're going to the restroom i'm like okay <laughs> like i did not realize what they were doing until afterwards they come out and i'm like oh cool like what, what were y'all doing like they're like oh like we, we snorted some coke and i'm like what the fuck like this looks so nonchalant it's like, yeah. and this was like when I was like twenty four. Like I wasn't even like that old. Like I mean that that young. Like I was still so naive that cocaine's a thing. I've never like I've never been in a situation where that has happened, where people are like doing <laughs> cocaine in the bathroom. Um, that makes me sound pure and innocent, but it's more of like I don't know. I've I've been no in go you go taking like Adderall. Which is like I guess lower than cocaine. No one told me on that. I don't you know. do Adderall at parties? Is that you a can thing do Adderall at parties? I mean, I guess you can do anything at parties. But <laughs> if you try I, hard enough, <laughs> I didn't realize like that was a 
so what do you do just like clean like go wild go ham in the kitchen you like go. start cleaning like <laughs> you start cleaning you leave other the party. people's kitchens <laughs> yeah like the house is cleaner than it was before you left that's a business or yeah. before you got there well i've seen like i know people who have, who have like taken I, don't, I was gonna say ecstasy it's not even ecstasy taken like molly mushrooms or oh. stuff like that like i went i went to kind of i'm not gonna say like a hippie I, school but uh-huh. we're a school that's on the water so you can guess the type of people <laughs> I, also why, 20 miles so like, in the woods so, so if you're on the water then you're just like progressive automatically is that what happens is it is that a thing yeah let's go with that. i don't know um <laughs> we're just <laughs> I'm like just bullshitting okay maybe we're like 10 miles in the woods so like the closest target is a good 25 minutes away oh, um man. yeah so like just to give you a basis of what it's like gotcha um but yeah bathrooms really nice conversation one situation where i went to go use the bathroom and there was someone who was already in there and they come out and they have like a a camera on them and they're like oh like what kind of camera i don't know i don't know know cameras (laughs) like a nikon 360 yeah something like that no i don't know that what that is (laughs) yeah let's go with that Um, (laughs) but while i'm waiting i'm like drunk with a mason jar full of wine in my hand and i'm just looking at myself in the mirror like sitting on the counter looking at myself in the mirror and they're like can I okay. take a picture of you? And I'm like, yeah. Oh, it was one of the. Well, it was like probably this. like it was like a film camera. Like I had film in it. Yeah, there was film in it. Yeah. How and did I, I know? Like, that? Oh, this is I really knew cool. It. And knew then it. after we took that like photo, <laughs> we just had an in depth conversation, like why they were interested in photography, like what they look for when they take. Do you pictures still talk to this person? Like oh yeah. Are they your significant other? No. Okay, but he, he was also a, he's also technically a photographer. I don't know if he does it anymore, but I don't call myself a photographer. Just by the way, uh, you're a photographer. Okay, I'm a visual <laughs> creative. Okay, I like that better. Never mind. You're a visual creator. Okay, well, I just visual creative. But okay. the reason why I don't say photographer is because um, photography. There's a lot that goes into it, and there's a lot of time and money that I don't have to call myself one. So That's fair. That is so I fair. don't just because I have a DSLR doesn't mean I'm a photographer. <laughs> You'll always be a professional in my book, Podfather. <laughs> professional thoughty. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're gonna do one more question. Okay. So pick ooh, between ooh. your number four and number five. Okay. Oh man, do you want to like go light or do you want to get heavy for the end? Oh, you can get heavy for the end. I'm all down for it. Okay. Um. So my last question would be, what do you want people to remember you for? Okay, I've thought about this recently. I probably thought about this seven o'clock this morning. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I want them to remember my patience and how patient I was <laughs> and how I have zero. <laughs> um. <laughs> I want people to remember me for, I want to say the type of energy I give off, the Mm -hmm. positive, lighthearted energy. I just want to be a positive memory in someone's head. Mm -hmm. That's basically Mm -hmm. it. Like, oh, this person is just very nice, very considerate, Um, always looking out for people. I want to be that guy. Um, It would be cool to be remembered for something that I have created um whether it be this episode or um something i've done i don't even know what else i do tiktok (laughs) get thirst followers on twitter (laughs) 
We don't talk about that here, okay? <laughs> this is a safe space. This is no, this is not in my Christian Minecraft server, okay? <laughs> that is not Christian, Malik. <laughs> we out here sinning on a Saturday. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think to be remembered as a positive memory or something I've like created that was funny or a positive thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's basically it. I like that. What about you? Um, I think it's very similar as well. Like, I just want people to remember, like, me making them laugh. And, yeah, same energy, same, like, positive vibes giving off. Like, I think I've um, created enough bad memories on my own. Like, in, like, so I... Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't want to ever like project those onto others. Um and not to say that like I'm this like superhuman who um is always happy and always bubbly and always like cuz that's obviously not what what's happening, but I think yeah, I, I want people to remember me as someone who tried to make society a little better just by being myself. I don't trust people who Say they have a hundred percent good days. Well, you know, because you, the most positive well, person. You know what's so crazy though that there are people days. that do though, and that's something to like. I I know it's it's very oh. mind boggling to me, <laughs> but um, I've recently found out that people don't have lows sometimes throughout their day. Like it's just stagnant, and then it goes up, and it comes back to being stagnant. Which is, like, phenomenal for them. Like, I'm honestly so love that for them. But there are people out there that, like, have days that they I don't... Wish. Yeah. They, they have <laughs> days where it's just, they don't have a, a, a down dip. <laughs> I'm like, go you. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was oh news to me, too. That's amazing. Um, But that's... I feel like the down dips are the reason that I am such a positive person or yeah. the type of person to find a silver lining. In things I do, because I'm like, I've been so low. I've had to think about. I've had to think about like oh, for my sure. ways of getting yeah. high again yeah. or getting to a good spot again where I've had to think about what the silver lining was. I had to think mm-hmm. about what the positive aspects mm-hmm. of something was. Yeah. like <laughs> I still don't trust it. Yeah. When I first um, when I first heard that person say that they didn't have a low that day and I'm like chile because i had to like pick a couple i had to pick one out of a couple today but um yeah there are people out there i mean not to say that like they don't have times when they're feeling down but i think they there are people who um have days where it's they don't have lows so we live laugh love that for them is it is it that or they just don't realize it's a low or they don't want um, to classify think, it as a low i think that could be it too like i think that the, the low is probably not low enough you know what i mean like they probably don't consider it a low because it's just like oh well that's just life or like yeah that just happened today or like maybe they think that their low is not worth being a low you know i mean it's not i don't think it's necessarily scary i think it's more of a realist um mindset as well like maybe you know their low that day was i don't know the barista forgot to add an extra shot to their coffee and like why is that a low when it's like not anything to be, you know, too stressed about. Okay, I'm seeing. I'm I'm seeing that side now. I'm get. I'm, I'm getting trying. I'm down. trying to conceptualize okay. it for myself. Even so, 
<laughs> okay, I'll give you the last question that I have. It's kind of no, long, so I'm very sorry. Okay. It's kind of a two-parter, so also very sorry about that. What did you think you would grow up to be as a child? Do you still want to be that thing, and do you think the child you is proud of the career choice that you have gone through? Yeah, Ooh. I did. I really um, did that. <laughs> that's good. No, 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 that's good. So when I was a kid, I was actually just writing about this um, to send over to my manager, and I'm glad that I got a prompt before um, before I sent this over because it was like a hot mess express. In um, so I actually wanted to become a lawyer. Ooh. Uh, when I was a kid, because I watched Dumb and Dumber and I loved <laughs> Jim Carrey, so then I had to watch Liar Liar when it came out, and I saw Liar Liar as a kid, and he's a he's a lawyer, and I figured you know, um, like lawyers make a lot of money, and I felt like I this is how like fucked up my childhood was is that my mom was a single parent, and I'm like, well, I need to make I need to make a lot of money when I'm older so I can like support my family. Yeah. Um, so that was like what I wanted to be. Um, and that's not what I do. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not a lawyer. Uh, I'm in marketing. Um, and I feel like all the gays are in marketing, but, um, I don't know. I think that my child self would, uh, be proud of who I am. I would say more than what I'm doing. Um, I think my child self would be rooting for me and excited for what I'm doing and where I am at. And I'm excited you asked for that question because I think that's going to stay with me for quite a while. Thinking about my little child self. You, you can out. thank 7am Malik because I would have never wrote <laughs> that now or written that down now. So, um, no, that's a good question. I like it. How about you? I... Okay, so when I was little, don't laugh at me for this, but when I was little, I wanted to be a superhero. Now you can't we all? Really obt- <laughs> you can't really obtain. No, I'm telling you, like I used to have. Like that's exactly what you wanted to do. Like my my name was Safety Man. Oh my god, that's um, so adorable! I had a blanket cape. I had a construction hat, Safety and I had like man. this elephant pillow, but uh-huh. the elephant trunk was like really long, so I tied it around like a belt and like would just swing and hit things so safety man so like um, was your power like to make sure everyone was safe doing their job or i don't know i think it was i look safe (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what my thing was but safety man cool so i wanted to basically be a superhero as a little kid i did not reach that which obviously i mean you're a superhero in my book (laughs) Oh, Jake. <laughs> um, but I do, I do think the kid me would be happy with how far I've gotten in the journey I've been on. Yeah, and again, rooting, rooting for me because who else you gonna root for? Yeah. Um. Yeah, like I don't think but, looking back, um, like I have to give myself credit because I don't think my child self would. Um, I don't think we he would be sad knowing where I'm at. No, 
I think it, I think he would be very understanding for the age that he is. Um, <laughs> and also basically understanding that superheroes don't necessarily exist, but heroes do exist. Yeah. And you can be a hero in your own way. I love it. Um, I can be and- your hero, baby. <laughs> that he's gonna have opportunities in his his life to be that hero that he wants to be whether it's safety man or just like or not killing someone out or (laughs) (laughs) you said it (laughs) i'm gonna let you sit with that you said it don't be mad if that's the title of this episode don't be mad mentions fuck I love don't Beyonce, be y'all. Just tag disclaimer, Beyonce. I love Beyonce. Fuck. Was... Don't be mad if I tag Beyonce. That's all I'm saying. I mean, I'm not going to be <sighs> mad if Beyonce listens to this. <laughs> I'm just saying the kid me would stop Beyonce from getting killed and would be a hero. Okay, okay. okay. let's talk about that really quickly because I do want to talk about Beyonce a little more because she was literally, she's been a part of our lives like from the time that we can remember. So like yeah, that's fucking that's crazy true. too. So, I mean, like... I never thought about that. I shouldn't necessarily kill Beyonce because of that, but also, like, she... I remember, like, Jesse's child, fucking, I'm a survivor. Like, that's how I'm here right now, so... You're basically killing the matriarch of, like, <laughs> music right now. Yeah, I mean... That's lit. You're... <laughs> that's... How are you living with that? <laughs> I'll put that on my resume. What's your trauma? <laughs> <laughs> What's my trauma? Oh, man. Yeah, I'm really excited to know that, like... I've been here for Beyonce's entire album, uh, album uh, career. So you can say that to her when you're stabbing her in the back. Um. <laughs> it wouldn't be in the back. I would have to stab her in the front, so Aww. she knows that Aww. like I'm not malicious. I'm like this. I was. I have to do this because I had three choices and I made my choices. <laughs> I think she'd respect okay. that. On that note, we are at the <laughs> end of the episode. Um, Jake, thank you for being my first quarantine guest. Um, well, quarantine thank sucks. you for having me. I think you, I'm, um, you're my first, like, like guest, um, ask, invite. <laughs> I had to have you on. I had to have you on. Well, is there you. anything that you, is there anything you wanted to promote? Um, trim spa, baby. No. Um, so I don't know. I don't really have anything to promote. I, y'all can check out my podcast that I had slash have, um, juice with Jake and Jake. Uh, we are on a break right now. So either we are coming back with the second season or we're not coming back at all. So, um, (laughs) (laughs) when you say it like that, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's not an exclusive, uh, but (laughs) I mean, it's, we are, um, we we took a break because like, I mean, life, it was very hard to be honest, pumping out, uh, these concepts and these hour long episodes every week. Um, so, and then it just got to the point where it was like, we were like looking for jobs and then we were like running around doing our own thing. And then it just became a lot. And then now with the whole quarantine thing, like, it seems like we should be in a place that we can like chill and like just hang out with each other over the phone, but yeah, that's not the that. case. I like that. Yeah, but I mean, nonetheless, 
Um, y'all can check those episodes out. Um, just two gay boys doing their thing, talking about girls in pop Listen, music and lit. stuff. So, <laughs> um, y'all can check that out at Juice with Jake and Jake. We're on Spotify and all the platforms where you stream your podcast. Um, but you can follow me. Um, my Twitter handle is LOL Jake. What you doing? Uh, that's on Twitter and Instagram. So. I always want to put like Jake Austin or something because I'm like, oh yeah, I think that's the et. and I'm like, that's not right. Well, I mean, I probably should change it to that, but I've had this handle for so long and I think it's so good because I don't yeah, know no, what I'm I doing. Really understand? You do not have to change it at all. No, I'm I, not. I get that whole you've had a handle for a while. You can't change that. <laughs> well, I think it's... it's like laughing at myself, right? Like I literally don't know what I'm doing with my life, so that's part of it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's. All we have. Thank you. Where can we find you? Oh, you, well, I gotta give. I gotta give the outro. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um. So this, <laughs> I'm like taking over as your podcast. Uh, in, in, in thanks, co-host. Um, <laughs> so this has been another episode of Milk with Pulp. If you like what you heard, you can follow me or us. I don't know. Follow me at Milk with Pulp Pod. Uh, on twitter and on instagram um or if you want to just like email me which you can but like that's weird email me at milk with pulp podcast at gmail i'll answer any questions it's whatever thank you for listening jake thank you for coming in thank you for having Um, me (laughs) it's been lit and goodbye bye